what kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Not me, that is for sure. So get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. I just used the coconut oil and vitamin E shower cream, and I seriously forgot I was in my own bathroom. It smelled like a spa. Plus, it's allergen-free, so it's gentle for your skin, and it worked in as little as three minutes, so no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasted days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates, so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me-time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Hey, everyone. Before we get to our new episode, we have an exciting announcement. Snicksmas is back. So please join us for a live taping of And That's What You Really Missed, live from the iHeartRadio Theater in Los Angeles. We are raising funds and awareness in loving memory of our friend Naya Rivera to benefit Alexandria House. Celebrate the holidays with us and keep the Snicksmas spirit alive. Join us in person at the iHeartRadio Theater or watch the live stream. Special guests, performances, unbelievable, gleeful auction items, and a live podcast. Here are the details. In-person event, December 6th at 7 p.m. from the iHeartRadio Theater in Los Angeles. And for those of you that can't join us in person, we are streaming the event on December 8th at 5 p.m. Pacific Time. And don't worry, we'll be watching right along with you and chatting with you live. We will even have a virtual meet and greet option. Tickets are available on boxoffice.mandolin.com. We are placing the direct link to the tickets on our Instagram bio and the notes of this podcast episode. So go check it out and we'll see you there. Merry Snicksmas. And that's what you really missed with Jenna and Kevin, an iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to And That's What You Really Missed. I'm Jenna. I'm Kevin. And we are back. To recap episode four of season one of Glee, Preggers. Um, I like this episode a lot, but I think it's partially because I have, um, it's Tina's first out and also like I was in a lot of it. So I, I really enjoyed this episode. I think like I have a lot of memories from it. And I think I also associate this episode with joy because you do get your moment to shine for the first time. Tina. I think I'm in two shots of it. So I don't have a lot of memories from the actual (laughs) filming of it because I simply was not there. So this episode's about you, Jenna. I also didn't really get to like sing sing. I got to like have to 
botch the last note. You know, just we'll get to that because right. I have anyway. thoughts. Okay. Um, so let's talk about what was going on in the world for a second before we get into it. Uh, Black Eyed Peas was still, I got a feeling, was still the yeah. number one song. September 23rd, 2009. Black Eyed Peas um, were still crushing it. And do you remember <laughs> the dust storm in Sydney? Oh, yeah. We were still in Australia. We were still in Australia, and there was a massive dust storm, like the first in 40 years. <laughs> yeah, and everything everything like was Mars. orange and red. Yeah, it looked like the stereotypical version of what you think a sci-fi movie would portray Mars as. It, we had it, these like, beautiful big glass windows, and I woke up, and it was they were covered in dust. Like I thought they had covered our windows in like paper. It was frightening. It was so wild. Yeah. I first knew because I couldn't open my eyes because they felt like they were filled with sandpaper or sand. They felt like sandpaper. <laughs> and, and I looked in the mirror and I looked like I had been up all night doing God knows what. It, oh, I was a wreck. But We had a photo shoot that morning too. We yeah, all went we, outside and we're like, what's going on? Yeah. And we still had to, we went to the network in Australia. Which I remember we were on the roof. Like, let's That's see if the right. air quality is breathable. They had to cancel the bridge climb for people. We had already done it, but they canceled it because it was so dusty. Yeah, it was it was pretty insane, but also a very memorable and wonderful experience for us. And meanwhile, dusty back at home, <laughs> Preggers was airing. Um. All right. So this has like the least amount of release songs of all yeah, the episodes. There's no Only full one. songs. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. It, it's pretty crazy. I mean, so there's taking chances. Obviously, you get to sing, sing um, a, a, memory. Mini, a mini number. Yeah. And, and then, then um, the budget really went to single ladies. You know, I think uh, single uh, ladies play that no less than 18 times <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> and so I feel like maybe we got a deal. We were with the same record label, you know, Columbia. Shout out to Columbia. Perhaps. Maybe not. Yeah. Also, mm. why was I not leaning into that and like we're on the same label as beyonce to everyone i i met or encountered it's okay it was a little like ahead of our time we were it was, right. was like ahead of our time um <laughs> <laughs> um there were a lot of firsts in this episode there were mm. no duets or group numbers um oh there were the sue's corner sue we, sees we it bert hummel mike chang and matt rutherford Oh. And it's the first time Mr. Shu keeps his shirt on. No shirtless shoe this episode. Yeah. And I mean Dang it's it. also nice like we're getting to see more characters like you um mm -hmm. shine a little bit, you know, lean into the ensemble because the last episode was so adult heavy um that we really get to you know start to parse through some of the other glee club members. There's a lot more puck in this episode as well. Oh, yeah. It's about time. Don't That's you think? That's right. Episode four. Open it up. You know? All right. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about it. Yeah. I mean, the three big things that were happening were Babygate. Babygate <laughs> was all over the place. And then you had Beyonce Gate. Kurt, Kurt, uh, Kurt coming out to yeah. uh, Kurt and Bert. Kurt and Bert for the first time. We get like uh, a little taste of their relationship. I mean, Michael Malley, just shout out to him. What are the, one of the most lovely human beings and also what an excellent actor. Like, you just can't keep up with. Um, and then uh, the, <laughs> the third is like Sue and Sandy. <laughs> Sue and Sandy. Sue and Sh Sandy. Another spinoff. Yep. Exactly. Okay. 
let's well, get let's into talk let's talk about ta- Babygate. Babygate mm. was was um, happening on many different levels here. You had mm-hmm. Terry um, and Kendra. Kendra finds out that Terry's not actually pregnant mm-hmm. and is okay with it and is going is co-signing on this plotting because yeah, they're in cahoots now because dishonesty is needed in a marriage to make it last <laughs> so that scene though where where jesseline tells terry tells kendra i'm not really pregnant um and she shows her the belly there's an easter egg in here kevin doesn't have to do when with when kendra says oh my god is the baby black yes yes so that's actually a wink uh, to Nip Tuck because Jessalyn was on Nip Tuck before Glee. And her character, Gina, she she convinced Christian Troy that she was pregnant with his baby, but when the baby came out, the baby was black. So I have to think that Ryan did that as a wink, wink, nod, nod. I mean, yeah, he and Brad both came from Nip Tuck, so. Right. Oh, that's right, of course. Um, and Brad Falchuk directed this episode, if we didn't say that already. One of the three creators of Glee. Um, and this is the first crucial, episode he directed. Crucial. Yeah. That was really fun. It was fun to get to know Brad because he wasn't really around for the pilot. He was dealing with some medical stuff. And so we had a lot of Ian and um, Ryan in the pilot. And obviously Ryan directed it. But having Brad come on to do Preggers, which was a great, a really big episode for Chris, who I was very close with. It was, um, and also for Tina. Um, it was really nice to get to know Brad a little bit better. Yeah. Um, so, all right. This ten, this Kendra and Terry interaction sets off, you know, the things in motion where Kendra says, we need to get you a baby. Oh, lo and behold, guess who's pregnant? Mm, Quinn. So Quinn tells Finn, she prego. Mm-hmm. Um, but and Finn's like, how is that possible? Because we haven't had sex. Flashback to the hot tub. <laughs> Think of the mailman. The mailman. Think <laughs> of the mailman. What a great scene. Um and they haven't had sex, but somehow she convinces poor Finn, who believes it, that um, Ask Jeeves says that the semen is at the perfect temperature in a hot tub. Remember her, Ask Jeeves? <laughs> <laughs> and now we use Google. <laughs> Remember like MapQuest? That's at the time of Ask Jeeves that I think yeah. about, like very yeah. early internet. Okay. Exactly. So, so Quinn's pregnant and... Finn is is gonna step up, right? Finn's gonna he's gonna be the father, but which is really we, sweet. I it mean, is it, really, it was it's a, very Finn. Yeah, it's making very. an effort and needs to. The only way he can get out of this town is to get a football scholarship. So confides in Shu, and they sort of plot together to make sure the football team can have a winning record. But spoiler alert: it's not Finn's baby. <gasps> having my baby it's puck's baby puck we... comes in and delivers some comedy um <laughs> about the immaculate conception mm-hmm. uh because he reveals to us that he knows quinn was a virgin when they hooked up mm-hmm. and finn would have told him had mm-hmm. he had they had sex and so mm-hmm. miss you know president of the celibacy club Mm-hmm. is busy keeping secrets and getting down with friends. Secrets in the fairy veil. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, fairy veil was a term coined by Naya and our dear friend Telly. Um, when we were on tour, there was a um, 
brand of hair extension called Fairy Veil, and that has been forever coined as our secret. Mm-hmm. It's Fairy Veil because you keep the secrets in the Fairy Veil. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's talk about single ladies and Kurt. Yeah, please. Okay, first of all. Jenna. I love single ladies. <laughs> what happened? When did you know that you were doing this? And- I um I panicked because very I think I had seen Brad on set previous to getting the Preger script. They told us we were gonna have to learn single ladies and that Tina was gonna be in it. Heather we knew was coming on to teach Chris single ladies and they threw me into the mix. So I because, was learning single ladies from Heather, the queen herself. Because Heather and Chris had been working on it already for weeks, right? Like Yes. And they, I think they added Tina in later. Because Heather was around when we were all rehearsing Push It mm-hmm. for Showman's, Heather was already around because they knew single ladies was coming. Mm-hmm. Um, in a couple episodes. And that's when they also decided to put Heather in the Cheerios beforehand. So right. that's why she was in Showman's and in Acafella's. But so it wasn't, time she came didn't to actually like audition for Britney S. Pierce until like. No, Britney S. Pierce didn't exist yet. Even in that's this right. episode, Britney that's S. Pierce right. was not a not character. A thing. Not a thing. No. Oh my God. What a, what a genius thing. I also okay. love, like, it, it just sort of speaks to like the community we were building where Zach Whitley, our choreographer, mm-hmm. um, I think he suggested yes, that she just. the one. And like fought for her to get mm-hmm. in it, and like the Here show would be so different without her. So like, it thank would, God Heather she's came. She's integral, and we all immediately loved her and hung out with her and bonded with her. And yes. so there was so, never a time when she was not around. Basically, that's right. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just arrived swim cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Let's talk about something we can all relate to, hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Between Nick's cuts and razor burn, the worst. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell Amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus, it's designed for lingering freshness, so I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes, and my smooth skin lasts 
days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Okay, single ladies. <laughs> so we were we were learning single ladies. Um, I was very stressed because I knew I had to be in a leotard. So I only ate canned tuna fish and salsa for like oh, two weeks. Were you putting the salsa on the tuna fish? Yeah, okay. in the in the tuna fish. It mm-hmm. wasn't great. Um, and I was learning single ladies from the queen herself, Heather Morris. Um, but it was really. Fun. And it was really fun to do with Chris because he was living his best life. And um, if you asked me to do it now, I couldn't do a, a damn piece of it. I could show you. <laughs> I know you could. But do you remember like every Fox party, it would come on, of course, because it was yeah. such a hit. And they would make us do it. And we would gladly get on the dance floor and do the full number. And for those of you um, who don't know, by the way, Heather Morris was Beyonce's actual backup dancer. And if you go watch any of Beyonce's TV performances for this song, that's Heather. She's one of the two girls dancing with her. We rehearsed that for like like a couple of weeks, I think. A hot minute. (laughs) Yeah, it was a hot minute. It was constant. Um, And we we actually, um, when we shot it, we also shot it on a blank wall as well kind of like the music video oh really yeah there was like a part of it that brad had us do that was like the music video i think and it never got used but it was just in case yeah i think they wanted to like potentially cut to it or something I do love also I... right in that number that like chris does his mr cellophane hair flip thing <laughs> I, I love that he was just very on top of like all the intentional things that kurt would be doing all little mannerisms mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then we get into the, you know, it obviously opens with that and Brittany S. Pierce or uh, Heather at the time <laughs> um, is like saying that Kurt's on the football team as a front for him doing single ladies and being gay. And, and he smacks your ass. He does smack my ass. I forgot that about also that. also improv as well. And yeah. we meet the wonderful Michael Malley as he comes down the stairs oh. and catches his son dancing in this outfit was he always in this outfit i feel like i remember like this was not yeah this was not the original this was chris's idea because chris used to make the most insane halloween costumes himself and i think he still does um and i think he had shifted it i think it was supposed to be closer to the music video of Mm -hmm. beyonce and like heels and everything yeah, the whole thing, and it just didn't feel quite right, and I think he pushed for for something a little bit more makeshift Kurt style, which totally worked. Of course. 
So the front is that Chris Kurt is now having to audition for the football team. Just so cute because he has to convince his dad. He lied I to him now. Humble and I'll be auditioning for the role of kicker. Ugh, the, those scenes are so magical. <laughs> um, every he shows up in sort of his like eighties dance wear, like cut off sweatshirts <laughs> to audition to be kicker, and brings his boombox. I had that boombox. What a time! Did you? What a time! And so now that Kurt is on the football team, thanks to Finn, he also has now helped the football team become possibly a, a winning team. And so, <laughs> um, with the help of Shu and Tanaka. They get the football players begrudgingly to learn single ladies to loosen them up mm-hmm. because Finn learned that that's what a Hall of Famer did, football player did. And right. Chris's strategy for himself has now being, or Kurt's you know, strategy for himself is now being applied to the entire team mm-hmm. um, so they can somehow possibly use that in a game. Obviously, that would be illegal and not possible. That wouldn't really work. But, but we are suspending disbelief Here we on are Glee. In Glee. Yeah, Glee World, that's what we do. So then we so we have all the football players um, learning the single ladies dance where we see Harry Shum killing it because, of course, he would be killing oh it. Oh, my God. It, he's, I also love, this is another example of like the Heather Morris where, you know, we have, he's brought on as a dancer mm-hmm. and then we all just become obsessed with him and he's so great that- and Mike Chang becomes Mike, a thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was watching this last night with David, my husband, and he was he was like, you know, kind of watching it on his phone and then watching and like when when the guys start doing single ladies on the football field, he was like, Oh my god, this is so good. <laughs> um, Austin, my boyfriend had the opposite reaction. Oh and, no. And he kept trying to leave the room. He's like, This is so bad. It's like, oh, What are gosh. you talking about? He's That's like so funny. it's just so I'm like comedic. It's not serious. This is hilarious. and <laughs> But then you have Michael Malley in the stands. And I know we oh. always discuss this about he's watching his son and he's sort of embarrassed and <laughs> unsure of what's happening. And then the team breaks out at the last second. The single ladies. Um, also, there's a, a video, I think, on TikTok of a – it's a joke, but a, a baseball team breaking out, like doing a TikTok dance, like the pitcher oh, and no all way. the outfield and infield doing this dance. Mm. And then they pitch and it becomes like a fly ball and the catcher catches it and it's an out. And it's amazing. Yeah. And it reminded me of Love this that. because the football team does it. And also there were so many good reactions of the opposing team in this when they have their little <laughs> movements and they start dancing. You see some of the McKinley football team just killing it, including also, Harry. Michael Malley and his quote, he's so small. <laughs> He's so little. He's so little. I've, and um, I, I feel like Michael Malley, you know, threw in some of those things because he's oh, I'm he sure. he was so um, when you talk to him about this and like we'll have to have him on at some point. But mm-hmm. he was he knew the storyline was so important. Mm-hmm. And when you have a show with a ninety nine percent of the characters are out of their mind and very mm-hmm. big and expressive, and then you have this dude. Like just this mm-hmm. sort of like stereotypical straight guy um, who okay. has a gay son and he just gives a, such a grounded and meaningful performance every time he opens his mouth. Even little things like that. Like he's so little. Kudos to the adults for giving us the grounded performances. I mean, truly. 
Uh, sure, just sure. Yeah, it's just it's the it's the best. This is the best intro to Kurt and Bert. Kurt and Bert. And then Kurt, you know, naturally scores the um, game-winning point. Touchdown. No. The kick. Point. He's a kicker. Kicker. Right. The, the extra point. Sports. Do sports. That's also sports, the other sports. thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love what Kurt says in the beginning. Do sports. You know, it's when we do sports. Sports. Football. Yeah. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then... After the game, we see Kurt at his doing his skincare routine for the first time, and we have a monumental, life-changing scene happening. Mm. Mm-hmm. Which this scene, I believe, was taken from Ryan's life, like from his own life, if I'm correct. Let me text him. I'll text him right now, and okay. then and then we'll come back to it. Okay. You know. Yeah. Um, but the coming out scene was, Be- I mean, beautiful. I love it because it's a little clunky. I remember, you know, Chris saying he was mad because Bert is so accepting of it. Right, right away, right? But upon watching it, he's accepting, it, it's sort of this like in-between. He loves his son and he still mm-hmm. accepts his son, mm-hmm. but he doesn't necessarily immediately accept um, the- him being gay. Well, I think that's the beauty of like Michael Malley's performance in this. You just hit it on the nail on its head. Like even in the beginning when he when he catches us and Kurt in the unitard, you know, dancing to single ladies, like he's not like the most soft giving, you know, like empathetic person. It's very much like I love my son, but what the hell is going on? And in, like in life, like I think he he's just taking the time to process, but his acceptance is a lot faster, right? Yeah, and, and I think right before that, we find out that Kurt's mom is dead, and so they only have each other, right. and they're seemingly polar opposites. And I think that part of Bert um, knowingly um, accepting him to the best of his abilities because they only like they only have each other. Mm-hmm. And he's not about to lose, and you know his son after he's lost his wife, okay. and so I f- I feel like that's that a was a force. Mm-hmm. exactly. Okay, we'll text Brian. <sighs> I texted him. We'll see if he texts back. He's he's busy building an empire, running yes. an empire. The no, empire no. is built. <laughs> Just dominating the empire. Okay. And then we get to um, the other storyline. This is what I love about this show. Is amongst all this craziness, like a football team doing single ladies in the middle of a football game, mm-hmm. followed by a really beautiful coming out scene, mm-hmm. you then have Tobolowski <laughs> and Jane Lynch being insane. Insane. I mean, him in the kimono in the in his uh, home with the dolls and the tea is just truly <laughs> sue doing what she does best and blackmailing figgins into allowing sandy to come back into the school to take over the arts with the anti-embolism socks and she does a good job i feel like this <laughs> trying to you know lure rachel away from the glee club to make her a star of you know the, mm-hmm, the musical. musical the musical where she auditions with taking chances by celine dion she also sounds great 
Well, Celine I was mean, like her thing. Like she yeah. asked, I think she asked Ryan a lot for a lot of <laughs> Celine songs. We both did ask for yeah. a lot of Celine songs. And I believe she asked for one later in like a later episode and he gave her the wrong one. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I, was, like, I asked for this one and I got that one. Um, but yeah, so she auditions. Sorry, she auditions with Taking Chances, which we only see like a snippet of. It's true. Um, I wanted more of it. Yeah. I what Celine too. songs did you ask Ryan for? Power of Love. Oh, yes. <laughs> I play your version of Celine all the time. <laughs> my brother just played them for my nieces and he cried, <gasps> he said. <laughs> because they're so good, Jenna. And oh it's just like gosh. anytime you get to shine mm, um, nice. is wonderful. And because, I mean, you know, sort of part of this storyline as well is that you get Rachel's upset because you get a moment to shine. That's She's right. pissed. Tina gets her first solo to play Maria in West Side Story, and she sings tonight. So I have a couple of stories. Please. Fun tidbit. Give them to us. So if you go back and you look at me on Tina on the ladder in the when she's singing tonight for Mr. Shoe in rehearsals. Do you notice the red spider? Did you ever tell? I I think you know this story. The red spider necklace. It's like a beautiful 3D spider necklace with red diamonds in it, encrusted mm -hmm. in it. And this was very early on. I mean, this was like my first big scene, period. Yeah. And I didn't know that you could say no to like costumes and things and like tell people, you know, tell them how comfortable you are. And I'm sitting with um, Aaron Kruger Makesh, who is uh, the head of makeup, the key makeup artist on the show. And she's doing my makeup as I get ready for the scene. And I'm in my outfit and my my spider necklace. And she, she, I start to like hyperventilate. And she sees me like start to like well up. And she's like, "What? What's what's wrong? What's what, what, what's going on?" And I was like, "Uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> the spider necklace." I have arachnophobia. I do not like spiders. And I, as Kevin would tell you, and mm -hmm. also shares the same fear. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, I, I panicked. <laughs> and I was so upset about this spider sitting on my neck. I mean, I couldn't focus. And I didn't realize I could say no. And Aaron had to pull out one of those mini fans and start like blowing the air on me so I could like calm down. I was bright red. I was so hot. I was crying. And she's like, Jenna, you don't have to wear it. You don't have to wear it. It was a gigantic necklace. You don't have to wear it. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture of it right now and it was very big. It was horrifying. I actually get like tense thinking about it. I um, didn't know your arachnophobia was that bad. Honestly, it's not. It's just the idea of like something touching me, like the spider touching me. Like mm -hmm. if I saw a spider that big, I'd be like, ew, get the hell away and let me run away. But like the fact that it was like on me was really bad. It was a beautiful and spider, to be fair. It was, and that's why I tried. I really did try because, and, and everybody kept being like, what a cool necklace, what a cool necklace. <laughs> Do you love it so, so much, you take it. What we ended up doing was um, Lou came in, you know, sweet, sweet Lou, the costume designer, and put, safety pins and made the chain longer so that it didn't have to touch me because I was like no I want your spider to be featured and I want to wear it and be a good good actor and you know person but um yeah that's the spider story wow I I do not remember that at all 
that's <laughs> wild. Yeah, if you look at the picture of it, you're you're the spider's hanging much lower. It was on my neck. It was like in the space above my dress. I was also a little peeved because you have the Rachel audition um, singing Taking Chances that was clearly recorded in the full studio. Mm. You're getting all the backing of a full arrangement. And then you do um, Tonight. You sound, by the way, incredible. Oh, thanks. But it was like there was no extra help going on. There was no. I did pre-record that though. That you wasn't did. live. But it was intentionally to pre-recorded to sound live. <laughs> exactly. Yes, which I do a lot in the show. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't always get the most produced songs. No. Like I did Revolution at one point, and you only got ten seconds of it. <laughs> we did Tonight, and I had to botch the last note, and it wasn't produced. Um, I also love that you're singing that entire song. So like powerfully and perfectly, and then it gets to this note that's not that much higher. And, and you're like, like okay, yeah. you guys. And like, right. she's clearly got the pipes. <laughs> like, she can pull this off. Yeah, like whatever. It's, <laughs> it's like no melodyne for you. You're yeah, just gonna no, have to do not. this one live. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, moving <laughs> I mean, on. that's Tina's whole Tina's story. You know, it is Tina's story. We're gonna see a through line of she this. Tina kind of gets shit on the shit end of the deal. <laughs> You wonder why I got crazy. <laughs> but this was the beginning. This was yeah. the beginning. It was early on. I was so grateful to have this. Um, this was also my big first scene with Matt. And I didn't really know how to hit my mark. I didn't really know how to like act, <laughs> period. And um, I'm doing have you this ever learned? with Matt. And he, no, <laughs> I haven't learned how to act. I still don't know how to act. Um, and Matt was like, Jenna. You're cheating out. <laughs> I was on stage and I was cheating out, which is like you basically turn your shoulder so that you can get your make your face seen in theater. And he's like, you don't have to cheat out. And I was like, oh, cool, cool. That's cool. sweet. Okay, thanks so much. So that was my first little tip from Matt that um, a theater actor didn't know. Um, <laughs> I love that he was conducting also during this number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's necessary. <clears throat> I also don't like heights, so like being on like a moving wheel ladder, it was just a bad combo. This is your nightmare. <laughs> this is heights, spiders. Mm -hmm. It was <sighs> something. It was something. Anyway, I was grateful to have it. I do like that the storyline, though, with you um, wraps up with you still getting the number at the end of the episode. Okay. Rachel comes in, right. and then she she quits is pissed and still leaves and quits and i'm still furious about it because it's like get over yourself yeah this is when we start to see like rachel pitch a fit a little bit <clears throat> and we start yeah. to see her get a little cray mm -hmm. but also lends to the storyline of her leaving and going to be in cabaret yeah and she references let's do maybe this time which we see in the next episode, next episode. and sue and sandy plotting Works perfectly. I um would also just I'd be remiss if we didn't talk about Sue's corner a bit because oh, God, yeah, Sue's corner <laughs> again did not realize it. I did not remember it coming in this early, and I didn't either. But they get crazier. That's the thing. So Sue's corner. Ian Brennan always wrote for Sue, and Jane would have these. I mean, monologues. And, you know, like she would come into this glee club and talk a lot. And in her office, she talked a lot. But these were like her just like ranting. And this was only the beginning of her crazy. Um, I mean, it was a lot. <laughs> I, I love how 
her being awful to homeless people um, <laughs> is her being tame because they mm. do, they do get they do get crazier. I think I said, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, I, I rewound it. I'm like, "Did I hear that correctly?" I had, I did have to back it up a bit. <laughs> um, we did. I want to go back to this baby gate story for a second. Yeah, because <laughs> the pure sort of horror. I feel like Terry Schuster <laughs> is a horror movie character in this because she's just sitting in a teen girl's car as Quinn comes running in <laughs> from the rain and she's sitting in there and doesn't say she, who she is doesn't say she's you know Quinn's teacher's wife mm-hmm. and says i'm just trying to help and it's terrifying <laughs> and terrifying. just so illegal <laughs> for so many reasons <laughs> um, that wouldn't fly but also wonderful um the I, and it, i do love you know a, a good car cry and after seeing Jama cry and sing in the car, it's nice to have. We're seeing oh. a theme here. Yeah, I got a text back from Ryan. Oh, so the question was, you know, true or false that Kurt's coming out scene was um, Ryan's life verbatim was from based Ryan's a, life, and that is false. It yeah. was based off the reaction he wished his parents had given him. Yeah, that sounds. Yes, okay, I remember. Right. I, I I feel like I do remember that he was. Thank you for. You know, fulfilling the fantasy of what he would have wanted and giving kids watching it and parents watching it, you know, um, a more healthy, a healthier way to deal with your kid coming out. Hmm. You know, a more reasonable response. And honestly, I guess it makes sense, like kind of like what Chris was saying in his episode about like feeling the pressure to live to to live the fairy tale that they were getting on TV while he felt that pressure kids especially gay young gay kids at the time were getting were getting to see something positive it's almost like um a lot of the time like being adopted i see all i see is like being abandoned and being left mm. like all these like sob stories about like kids being left behind mm-hmm. whereas like you never really saw a ton of positive um uh adoption stories so it's mm. it's, it's something in that realm that yeah. I, I i kind of uh resonates with me a little bit that makes a lot so, of sense yeah and i, and I like a lot of the gay stories you did see were all very sad and um bad and negative in terms of like the response which was a very and is a very real response for people but it is mm. nice to be able to see that this other side of it was you know possible and that people um were given a, a glimpse into that world mm. of like hey parents maybe don't be dickheads <laughs> me, no, me <laughs> yeah that's dicks. what except you know <laughs> then cut to terry schuster who's trying to kidnap a child, an un- un- unborn baby, which we'll see more of. That's preggers, but also we now get the Glee Club gets Mike Chang and Matt Rutherford. That's right. and Puck, and Puck. Oh, and Puck. Oh my yeah. gosh, he wasn't already there. That's right. We're building so we our numbers. Three new members, and we'll talk about this next week. Uh, the number, the first like group group really good group number that we did um, together. That's one of my favorites. So now we have more members looking, shaping up to be a much more... Fuller Glee Club. Fuller Glee Club for regionals. (laughs) 
and Rachel's quit. We don't have Rachel anymore. That's right. Goodbye, she's, Rachel. She's abandoned us because she's feeling herself a little too much. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on-trend hues like black shine, green, and citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent, dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Let's talk about something we can all relate to, hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Between Nick's cuts and razor burn, the worst. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus, it's designed for lingering freshness, so I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes. And my smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, Jenna. Yeah? Let's do some tardy takes. Okay. I feel like we need some music here. <laughs> you know, just like a little... Like an intro to tardy Like a theme take. music tardy takes. Okay. Um, cringe moment, secondhand embarrassment. I mean, Sandy Meyerson again. I can't mean <laughs> to say it again. I'm going to keep saying it. He was pretty cringy. Um, Figgins commercial. <laughs> yeah, maybe Figgins commercial as well. The anti-embolism socks. Um... Okay, worst dance move. I I think there wasn't. There was only good dance moves. Those single ladies and <laughs> everyone was yeah. It was crushing it. So okay. Um. Um. Best song. Best song. Sing- well, single ladies. Obviously tonight, Jenna. <laughs> 
clearly. Yeah. Um, duh. Going with single ladies. And then best line. I mean. My body is like a rum chocolate souffle. If I don't warm it up right, it doesn't rise. Now that's poetry. Hi, I'm Kurt Hummel and I'll be auditioning for Droll with Kicker. And that's how you get 19 Emmy nominations, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, best performance by a prop. The spider, obviously. <laughs> I didn't even think of that one. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> yep. And then uh, things that didn't age well. Well, without the Easter egg of Terry Schuster's um, or Kendra's line, um, <laughs> the baby, is it black? I was like, okay, no, no, yeah, no. That... David was like, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, it's not right, Didn't but work. it was there. Doesn't work, doesn't work. Yeah. Take it out. Take it out. <laughs> like, oof. I'm like, I'm um, laughing because I'm nervous. And the thing that did age well. Uh... Oh, Bert saying that he was... <laughs> I love this is how we meet Bert. He I came home early to watch Deadliest Catch. <laughs> That's great right. show. That's good. That's good. Great show. Um, okay. Um, Shall we move on from Tardy Takes to shit we found on TikTok? Yeah. Jenna, I tell me. Um, so there's a couple people on TikTok who've been doing really great recaps of our recap. It's a recap of a recap. Oh yeah. And if you have TikTok, you should go look them up because they're great and they Aww. they're thoughtful. And it's really nice of them to, you know, spend their time making these sort of response videos to our recap. So the first one is um, Karameumi1. That's our handle, at Karameumi. And the other one is at KGleeB. And I've watched all these. They do them every week. And they're wonderful. So go check oh, them out. Wow. Yeah, they're really good. Oh, wow. I love that. The other thing that... oh. Oh yeah! Oh, we're not done yet. Okay. Um, the other one. The other one is, um, Karofsky comes on later on in the season in the show, but um, there was a TikToker who said they think they found a plot hole because when Karofsky is first introduced, mm. um, they reference him being in on the hockey team, but later on, as we know, he's suddenly on the football team. So is it a plot hole that? They just forgot or see on both teams. So I hit up huh. Max Adler, who ah. plays Karofsky, and was like, yo, do you <laughs> do you know what's up? And he sent me a, a voice memo, and here's his response. Yes. So I do indeed know the answer to the mysterious Karofsky hockey versus football player uh, plot hole. Um, so when I originally auditioned, I auditioned for both Karofsky and Azimio, played oh. by the wonderful James Earl. Um, but it was like both characters had a couple lines and they were both just, you know, jocks who were going to bully the Glee Club members. One was a hockey player, Karofsky. One was a football player, Azimio. Um, I got Karofsky and, uh, you know, it was just cast as this one episode couple line guy who would slushy Finn and say some stuff to Quinn and he was a hockey player. And then I think as they decided to kind of bring me back and expand my character, they realized 
we don't have a, an ice rink <laughs> or a uh, hockey team and all the equipment, so it would just be easier to make me a football player and uh, throw a football jersey on me and call it a day. So that is the answer. I was indeed cast as Karofsky, the hockey player. Um, and I guess off camera, I just decided uh, to drop the skates and pick up the pigskin. So there's your answer. Indeed was a pothole. <laughs> so good. So good. Yeah. Oh, uh, thanks, Max Adler. Um, and also, you know, going forward, don't forget to send us, you know, the shit you guys find on TikTok. Send it to at That's What You Really Missed on TikTok because we love these. These are great. I like being surprised every week and not having to do anything. With it's anything. one thing you don't have to do. You do enough. Truly. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's awesome. We have to have Max on the show at some point. We definitely um, will because Karofsky becomes a very important character on the show. Thanks for sharing that. Um, thank you all for joining us for this recap. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Jenna, great to talk to you. See you. You too. You two come back next week and uh, recap Roads Not Taken with us. We get to meet one of our favorite very first guest star, celebrity guest stars, Kristen Chenoweth. Um, please subscribe, rate, review, do all do the things that you do. You guys mm -hmm. are amazing. We are Follow truly us. so grateful for um, the response and all of you guys listening every week. So see you next week. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok. See you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.